Hey there, Blessed Mama. We are here to help you, the working mom, manage your personal and professional life without losing your mind. This is a podcast for you. I'm Blair Critch, and I went from a teacher to a stay-at-home to a seven-figure online business owner. And listen, that didn't happen overnight. It happened after we actually hit rock bottom. Bankruptcy that shook us. Then to find out my husband had an addiction problem, I decided that day I would grow and learn how to build a flexible business of freedom. Now today, I'm passionate about teaching other women the exact same thing through systems and strategies full of faith, fun, and drive. What is up? I am Kelly Hoover, retired corporate pharmaceutical rep to network marketing millionaire and small business owner. After recovering from a brain tumor, I knew I wanted to go after my dreams and make life happen. You know, quit waiting around for the perfect time. So I learned social media and how to master my time, and then the magic really started happening. If you are looking to create connections and own your time management skills, then this is the place for you. Let's do it. Welcome back to Blessed Mama Bosses Podcast. What is up? We hope you are doing great. Today, we are so incredibly excited to peel back the curtain and share 10 proven hacks for all you busy mamas out there. This These hacks are going to save you time. But first, we always start off with a little bit of girl talk, a little K&B real talk. So today it's my turn. I feel like it's been forever since I've gotten to ask a question. But today I get to ask Miss Blair Critch a question. And so Blair, I want to know what is your favorite chore that you have given your kids to do, which means you no longer have to do it inside your house. Well, I have two teenagers now, so there's a lot of those, but I think my absolute favorite one is that Jeremiah, my 16-year-old, has to fill up my car with gas. It's kind of like part of like, you live for free, you have a car for free, so anytime mama needs her car filled up with gas, he has to go take it and fill it up, and I love that one because I hate stopping for gas. What about you, Kelly? That's amazing. So walk me through that. You're at home, you're at home, and you're like... Okay, my car's getting close, and you, he just goes and does it. Yeah, I'm like, Jeremiah, tonight when you get home from, you know, whatever he's doing, can you take my car and fill it up with gas? And he'll do it. It's amazing. That's great. I'm going to use that when my kids start driving. Oh. <laughs> I, need, I need my gas. I need gas in my car right now. So I would be like, come on, go do it. <laughs> that is great. I think for me, it is cleaning the, the dust off the stairs. So like the dust on the stairs in between all the little spindles, we have dark hardwood floors and have animals and it's constantly dusty and it needs to be done like two to three times a week. And so I love that my older daughter does that. That's part of her chore now in between the spindles, getting all the dust, sweeping everything up on the stairs. That's just something I can't stand to do. When you were talking about that, all I could think is like, so you almost need like a leaf blower, Kelly. You need like a leaf blower to like blow all that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> I know that would be funny. An indoor leaf. We do have one of those like little dust things that you just, it looks like a little handle, you know, and you toss it away when you're done. So it's not that it's hard to do. It literally takes like four minutes. It's just annoying because it needs to be done all the time and it's time consuming and you know. So I do love that they do that, but I'm totally stealing the gas thing when they get old enough to drive because I don't like to do that either. So maybe I should give Matt that chore right now for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mamas, we are, we are diving in today and 
we know that so many people are going to be able to relate to this. And here's the thing. Maybe you're listening and you're not a mom or you're not a mom yet, or you're a dog mom. Do not turn this podcast off. These can actually really relate to you as well. And so if you ever feel like you look at other women, you look at other moms and you think, wow, how does she do it all? How does she get everything done and seem so put together? Or maybe you're actually thinking, I wish I had more time in my day so I can do more things. How do other moms, how do other women get it all done? Well, today we're really sharing our top 10 best mom hacks that are going to save you time in your in your everyday life. So here's the thing. We know you have some of these too. So screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram at Blessed Mama Bosses underscore and share away so we can share with our community. We can share your tips. We know that people are busy and we want to make sure that we're sharing your tips along with our 10 as well. Plus, go over today and check out inside our free Blessed Mama Bosses group. We have a post that is going up today that is going to help you and help others with these 10 hacks. Our community members are going to be sharing their hacks. So join us inside. You can find it at www.blessedmamabossesgroup.com. And let's have some fun and let's share all these ideas and learn from each other because, hey, we all want to learn and save time in our day. So let's kick it off. Blair, kick us off with number one. Yes, I'm so excited about these top 10. You guys are not going to be disappointed. There's so many great tips in here. And if you know other mamas who are trying to do it all, busy moms who are working full time, or maybe you have friends, like Kelly said, who don't even have kids yet, but they are busy working and they need some good tips of how to have you know busy hacks for moms, go ahead and share this with them. Make sure you share these podcasts that you think are beneficial for others. That's how we grow and that's how we get to help more people. So tip number one is Sunday planning with your spouse and family. If you've been a Blessed Mama Bosses fan for more than five minutes, you've heard us say this a million trillion times because we both truly believe in Sunday planning. That's the time where you stop, you look at your calendar for the week ahead, you plan out. I mean, for me, it's planning out social media. It's planning out where do I need to be present for my team this week? Where do I need to be present for my family this week? I fill it in by importance and go back and listen. I think it might be, it's within our first six episodes, but it's one that talks about your rocks. So figuring out like, what are the most important things to you? They should be shown on your calendar first. Then you fill in with everything else. And that is really important. And then Ryan and I sit down, we go through our calendars together. That's my husband. Okay, here's what I have this week. What do you have this week? Where do we need to help each other out? Then we let the family know. We let our two teenage boys know, okay, here's the plan for the week. We put up what they are also involved in. We have like a quick little calendar that we put up in our kitchen that very quickly shows the week ahead. And it even shows for us our meals. So we're even planning out like meals. What nights are we going to have to eat out because everybody's going in different directions? What nights are we all eating together? And all of that is shown within our Sunday planning. And if you are like, oh, that seems stressful for me. I'm not great at planning, or I don't even know where to begin. You're going to want to make sure you get our master your time. And you can find that. Um, you can find that on our website, I think. Right, Kelly? Or am I wrong? Okay. Yep. Yeah, awesome. you're right. And we'll give you guys blessedmamabosses.com. Go under link. freebies. Perfect. You can go to blessedmamabosses.com and click freebies, and you'll see it right there. Or check out the show notes, and we'll give you the master your time link in there as well. 
Love those tips so much. And I'm going to just roll into tip two because it goes along so much with that. And that is meal planning for your family for the week. But taking it a step further and ordering groceries like right away, make it, you know, doable. Talk about when you're you're having that planning on Sunday and you're talking about what are we going to eat? Who's got activities? Who's working? Who's doing this? And you're figuring out when you're going to eat together. Go on and make that grocery list. If you're a person who goes into the grocery store, Go on and go and make that list and decide when you're going to the grocery store. I know in my house, we have set days that we order groceries and that are picked up. One time, my husband goes and he gets the list of things that's on Mondays. And on Thursdays, we do a pickup order because we eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Well, we eat a lot of fruits. No one eats vegetables in my house but me. But we need to have fresh fruit, right? So we have to go twice. But here's the thing. Keep a running list of groceries that you need, especially if you have children that are really starting to make those food decisions on their own. And maybe there's something they really like or there's something they've ran out of. I know for us, we typically have the same things. We have some dietary things in my home. I have a child who's gluten-free and dairy-free. And so there are certain things that she eats. Well, when she runs out of those, you can just go put them on the list. That way I don't have to go and figure out what it is that she needs. It's there. And if you do that, I mean, think about how you're teaching your children and just your function of your family is really, you know, processing in a very efficient way. The other tip I will say about meal planning that has helped us a ton is once we plan for the week, we decide what we're doing, when we're eating, then actually put it up on a little chalkboard. And even if you have small kids, get into the habit of this. We put up on a chalkboard our sports activities. Both of our children are pretty active in sports. So usually we have things going on almost every single night. And so I have those times written down. So everyone remembers what is going on. Are we eating out? What are we cooking this week? Is it something that we've prepared on Sundays and maybe we're eating through the week? I know a lot of times if you are working from home or maybe you find yourself where you're in the kitchen sometimes, Think about like when I fix my girl's breakfast in the morning, a lot of times I will make a meal during that time too. And I put it in the fridge for us to eat for lunch or dinner that night. So um, just a few tips about meal planning and really getting yourself in order for your groceries that week. I love that. And Kelly's actually the one who taught me about the doubling up on a meal and freezing it. That was like brilliant. I don't know how come I never thought of that before. But that has helped our family so much, so many times when we needed those extra meals. So I love that tip. Tip number three is finding chores that are age appropriate and have everyone helping out. So if you're a mama who has kids that are very young, maybe two, three, four, anything over the age of two, your children can start to help you. You can Google age appropriate chores for each age group if you're not 100% sure what they can do. But even at two, we had things. What I would do is have them learn how to clean up their own toys, for example. I would take pictures of where each thing went, and then I would tape the picture onto that basket. So we had a lot of those cute little you know, baskets that you pull out, and I would just tape the picture of what belonged there. That's easy for a two-year-old. It's not a word, but I also put the word there because, again, that's helping them learn the word. And that was something that they started when they were young. So they started learning from the time they were young. They're part of this family. They're part of helping out. And everyone has a job in our house. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you might need to sit down with your spouse. You might need to sit down with the children in your family and say, okay, we need everybody to take on some responsibility in this house. 
here are some things that need to get done that I think are age appropriate for each person. Pick the ones you want or you can assign them. Or I know I have friends that have like a whole uh, wheel that they spin, a chore wheel. Every week you spin this wheel and th those are the chores that you get. So it's completely fair. In our house, we at the beginning of every quarter, we rediscuss, Are you? do you want to switch your chores or do you want to keep your chores? And they're, they're supposed to do these without complaining because that's another time tip, guys. If you're having to listen to them, complain, whine, moan, you have to tell them what to do all the time, that's taking more time out of you. So what generally happens is then you just go and take out the trash yourself. You just go and start the laundry yourself. But you've got to make it clear from the beginning, this is a non-negotiable. We're not going to throw a fit about it. By doing XYZ, you get XYZ, right? So in our house, that's how you get your weekly allowance. Whatever that is for your family, you've got to make sure it's clear and that they understand that it's not a time for complaining, for moaning, but it's a time for taking action. And when do you expect them to do it? Is it when the basket's full or is it a certain day a week? You've got to decide those things ahead of time and be very clear when you're laying out the chore list for everybody. So many good tips. And on one of those chores, tip four is laundry. <laughs> Okay, I can't stand personally laundry. It's like it never ends, right? So one of the things that you can save you time is, you know, you're taking out the laundry of the dryer and your child or your spouse or maybe even you, the shirt is turned inside out, right? Do not take the time to flip it back through. Just fold it, put it away with the shirt turned inside out. Eventually, whoever's doing that will learn that, they need to take it and flip it around, right? That will save you some time. The other thing is teaching your children to do their own laundry. This can start really small, um, you know, walking them through how to do it, through the process. I know in my home, we definitely taught that going into middle school. So once they hit middle school, they're doing their own laundry. But because of COVID and what we've been through, even my elementary school daughter does her own laundry. They each have a day assigned to them. One is Monday, one is Thursday. And they go and they know that in the morning, they are expected to put their laundry in, put it in the dryer, fold it away all within the same day. And really, truly, you don't have to remind them very much to do the process once you teach them. Now, they don't know how to do this process. So the first few times you do need to handhold and walk them through it and explain, but then you can really teach them how to be efficient. A lot of times I will say to my girls, as soon as you get up in the morning, make sure you go start that laundry so it's done by lunchtime, um, especially if your kids are doing virtual learning or they're at home. So kids can absolutely learn to do their own laundry at a very young age. Well, and one of the other great things that you're teaching them is lifelong skills, right? Of like how to be more efficient with your time by teaching them when to do the laundry. I love that. And if you're listening today and you're like, I don't have any kids at home anymore, maybe they've grown up and moved out, or maybe you don't have any children, you know, then what you need to do is organize how are you going to do the laundry? You know, that's one of the biggest things that's really helpful is figuring out when should we do the laundry and remembering that when you throw your clothes into the hamper to put them the correct way instead of having them inside out, that then you have to, when you get it out of the dryer, fix all that. It's a lot of extra time that you don't need to waste. Tip number five, have a morning routine. If you guys have listened to us for a hot second, you know we're all about the morning routine. But there's more to the morning routine than just getting up and making sure that you have that time of silence, of affirmations, of visualization, of reading. It's so much more than that. Having a morning routine sets up your day for success. And the reason for that is you have a time that you're getting up, a specific time that shows your body that you are in control. 
You're setting yourself up with things that you know help you to have a successful day. And now your brain, your subconscious is like, oh, yep, we did these things this morning. It's going to be a great day. There is so many uh, statistics out there that prove that having a morning routine will make you more effective throughout the day. You will get more done in a more efficient way by just simply giving yourself that time first thing in the morning. And I'll tell you this, if you live somewhere where it's sunny right now, you want to get out as soon as you wake up, the first two minutes of your morning, spend that two minutes of silence outside in the sun. There is all new uh, information that has come out, all new findings and research about having sun first thing before you see anything electronic. So before you see your phone, before you see your computer. So get yourself outside. If you can do your morning routine outside, even better. If you can brush your teeth outside for two minutes, even better. But give yourself that time with your morning routine to really take that time to jumpstart your day for success. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm literally visualizing brushing my teeth outside. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And it is such a great thing of that fresh that fresh air, you know? So I, I love that idea. The sixth tip is to habit stack. So you've heard us talk about this before if you've been listening to Bless Mama Bosses. But here's the thing. There are so many things that you want to take care of throughout your day. So an example of habit stacking is just creating a habit that you don't love to do alongside with a habit that you love to do. So maybe you're having some girl time while you're exercising. Maybe you're going on that walk or going to the gym with a girlfriend, or maybe you're watching The Housewives or your favorite Netflix or TV show while you're folding laundry or you're making dinner. Maybe you're listening to Bless Mama Boss's podcast while you're doing dinner or while you're, you know, walking around cleaning up your house, things like that, but really habit stack. So think about when you're doing something, is there something you can be listening to or filling your, your mind with or self-care while you're doing something else? It's really, you'll be blown away when you get into the habit of doing those things. For example, taking a shower. I'm always listening to some sort of self-development while I'm taking a shower. Um, All of those sort of things, when you're going to a doctor's office or you're going to somewhere to wait in line, you can take a book and read it or listen to an audible. Think about anything that you're sitting or you're doing things, you can put those earbuds in and that is a way to have it stack uh, and really have some self-development and growth alongside with something that you're already doing. I love that. Such a great point. And habit stacking is something that I absolutely love. I love the idea of listening to a podcast while I'm walking or while I'm taking a shower, like Kelly said, it's such a great one. Number seven is work on time. So learning how to consume tasks in small doses. So this is really going back to mastering your time. And we highly suggest you grab our free master your time. It will help you with this, but it's about taking what you see on your calendar for the day. Here's what has to be done. Are there any free moments in between? What are the things that need to get done around your house? What are the errands that you need to run? It's filling in where you can with those items, but trying to do it in an efficient way. So if I know I need to go to the post office, um, and I also have a few things on my list for a store, why not do both of those in the same time slot so that you're only going out once that day? So it's just being more efficient with how you do things. And with your work time, starting to set up timers. So if you're going to spend time, let's say you have on your calendar, okay, I need to spend some time on Instagram before I post today and engage with others and meet some new people, put a timer on that. I'm going to do that for 30 minutes and then I'm going to drop my post. Set the timer and stick to it. 
So when it goes off, that's it. That that one thing that you're doing is done until you have time to go back to it later. But sticking to those timers will help you have more time in your day because you're not going to get stuck in the scrolling or the checking things or just the whole like, you know, when you get started on something for business and you get consumed by it. Instead, set the timer. When the timer goes off, you stop, you get up, maybe you go get a snack, maybe you go get a new water, maybe you go to the restroom, and then you start the next time block for whatever is next. That is such an incredible tip, you guys. You have to try that one. I will tell you, there is no way Blair and I would get the things done that we do in life without that timer. It's probably one of the most uh, like frequent apps that I use on my phone. So the eighth tip is to schedule your day based on your peak times of productivity. So take a moment right now and think about when does your brain function the best? When are you really producing out, you know, the quickest things, the the most efficient time in your mind? I know for me, it's early in the morning. And a lot of times it is anytime before noon, right? Because a lot of times people, I will get messages, I will get emails, my kids need things, I've got to drive around places. So for you, if you're at home and maybe you have kids at home or maybe your kids are young and you don't have the opportunity to do, you know, if your productive time is eight to 12, but eight to 12 is not a time available that you work your business or you're doing other things, then maybe you need to get up a little earlier. Maybe you need to, you know, have your children fix their own breakfast or do something along those lines. If this is your scheduled peak times of productivity. But know when that is, know when that slight edge is and make sure that you have those, how many ever days a week that you work, that you have those things jam packed. Like Blair and I know our productivity time is early in the morning. It's when we work on things. It's when we record podcasts. It's when we do those things because we know we feel good. We know that this is the time that we are thinking the most clear. And usually things have not come into our day that really require a lot of thought or really need a lot of things. So when is that time for you? Sometimes it's late in the evenings for people, but know that about yourself and make sure when you're planning out your week that you're utilizing that time the best. Yes, absolutely. I love The Slight Edge. It's such a great uh, book and that always reminds me of that. So here's another thing. You know, the weekdays can be busy. You've got a ton going on. You're trying to be productive. Schedule a midweek fun thing. Something that you can look forward to each week. Or maybe it's a date night with a sitter on the weekend. But you need to have fun too. And this is really important for productivity. You will burn out if you continue to run at a 10 and never give time to yourself. So schedule that. Maybe it's a midweek meetup with some people on your team. Maybe it's a midweek meetup with a girlfriend. Maybe it's a midweek going out to dinner with your spouse. Whatever it is. Or a midweek you know, going for a run in the evening with your spouse. Something that's on your calendar that is exciting, that's fun, that's something you can look forward to and will push you to work harder because you know, oh, I'm going to have this evening off. It's really important that you take care of yourself as well. Yes, so true. And the 10th and final tip is to outsource things that you do not have to do. So anything that doesn't require your personality, that is truly when I became an entrepreneur and launched my business, someone said to me, if it doesn't require your personality, then outsource it. Of course, when you can afford it, we're not telling you to go spend money you don't have. But if there are things that you really can have someone else do, then pay someone else to do it for you, okay? Especially if your time is so limited and you're getting pulled a million different directions. Or maybe if it's not something that's incredibly important, then maybe it doesn't need to be done. 
We run across entrepreneurs all the time that are doing things that do not, they're, they're not income producing activities. They're doing things because they've been told or they thought they need to actually do it, but it really isn't something that needs to be done. So if you find yourself, you know, maybe it's cleaning your home, maybe it's laundry, maybe it's, you know, meals, outsource those things and have someone else do them if it doesn't, if it doesn't, you know, require your personality. So these are um, 10 of our best and favorite tips. And again, remember what we said at the beginning of the podcast, make sure we know you have great tips. And inside our Blessed Mama Bosses Facebook group today, we're going to be sharing those. So we want to hear from you because we know our listeners have some amazing, amazing tips to share with us. Absolutely. We're going to give you one extra tip, a little pro tip here. Never be caught off guard without having a gift. So I love having a gift closet in my house. Maybe it's for hostess gifts, teacher's gifts, birthday party gifts. And it's a great way to make sure you have it so that you don't have to run out to the store on your way to dropping your kid off at a birthday party. Just keep those things inside your house. Now, how do you stock up that closet? For me personally, I love to work with other people who have small businesses. So maybe you know other people. Maybe you're part of Blessed Mama Bosses community. We drop almost every single month some way that people can drop what their business is. I look at what those things are and I try to buy items from those people because I know that I'm helping them with their family. So I might buy when they're having a sale and I stock up that closet. I might go to Target a day after, you know, maybe Valentine's Day where there's a bunch of things on sale. I grab some things, I stick them in my closet. Um, or maybe I notice online that somebody I'm friends with is selling something and I purchase a couple extra. So just make sure that you have something like that stocked up and ready because it will save you time for grabbing those gifts and being able to use them. Because listen, let's just be honest, mamas, our kids always tell us things at last minute, right? Oh, it's Mrs. Wilson's birthday tomorrow. Well, I would love to give that teacher a gift. So just keep those things stocked up inside of your house. Oh my goodness. I love that. And that is something that I definitely have in gifts for all sorts of different things, even gift cards, you guys, when you're going through the grocery store or anywhere where you see those little spots that have, you know, 70 different gift cards to choose. I mean, picking up even like five and $10 gift cards are incredible. And you can also order like Amazon, Starbucks and all different sorts of gift cards online too. So that should help. So we know that a lot of you need more time in your day. These tips we know are probably very, very helpful. But one of the things that we constantly hear is planning social media in my business truly takes so much time. I don't know what to post. I don't know how. My algorithm is broken. Um, you just truly, it takes a lot of time to create good content and to figure out what to post and to do all the researching. Well, we have a solution for you. If you have not heard of Blessed Mama Boss's Inner Circle Membership Group yet, this is something that we can help take off your plate. Remember we talked about outsourcing? This is social media done for you. Imagine waking up on the first of the month or the 15th of the month or the end of the month at any point and having your social media content planned for you for an entire 30 days. Yes, every single day you have an idea you have a professional graphic, you have something, national whatever day, you have something to post, you have an idea of when you need to go live. And it's not just thrown together. These are specific strategies that are put to build your algorithm, to have you seen in other people's feeds that you're normally not seen in, to attract your ideal client to your inbox. 
All right, and here's the other bonus that we kicked off this year is every single Sunday night, we go live inside Blessed Mama Boss's Inner Circle and we actually show you and teach you and give you guidance how to use the content for the entire week. So not only do you get and receive done for you social media, we hop on and we show, hey, this is a great idea of how to use this, or here's another way that you can use this, or what if you use this on your personal Facebook page, but you use it in a group, or you use it in a story, and here is why. So you're getting coached from two millionaire leaders inside network marketing on exactly what to do each and every week. And that's just a slice of what is inside the inner circle. So you need more time in your day. You are lost with how to do and how to post your social media. So we would love to invite you to be a member inside the Blessed Mama Bosses Inner Circle. And you can find that at blessedmamabosses.com. You can also find that at innercirclebnb.com. And of course, you can always direct message Blair or I in, on Instagram or in our Facebook communities or on Facebook. And we will explain exactly how to join us inside this community. You guys, we are so excited. We love working and partnering with these different ladies inside and we can't wait to see you. So ask, join us inside and have your social media done for you. We will catch you on the next episode of Blessed Mama Bosses podcast. And if you have not given us a rating or a review recently, we would love to hear from you and see exactly how these tips helped you. See you next time. Make it a great day for others. We hope you enjoyed this episode and want to hang out with us more. Join us inside our Facebook community. You can find us at www.blessedmamabossesgroup.com. We'll see you inside.